Recorded live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of AGP. As always, I am your host, Amanda Gillum, also known as Lady Vader 79. And, of course, AGP wants to thank its wonderful sponsors for making AGP available to you guys every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So a big shout-out to Hazard Productions with their all-ages comic, Peanut Pudding and Jelly. Shout-out to Scott Comics with their all-ages comic, our Supermom that does have a superhero after yours truly in it. Of course, we want to thank Mark Kidwell, comic creator of Images 68, the Gem City Comic Con coming to you April 1st and 2nd, 2017 at the Dayton Convention Center in Dayton, Ohio, the Champion City Comic Con with its huge Halloween Festival of Palooza that will be coming to you at the Dayton, Ohio area on October 29th, and of course, our partners in crime, other podcasters, the UVN, the Underground Video Network, bringing you the latest in news and interviews for the last 15 years, and don't forget to check out their newest podcast, We Talk too much over on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live. Yeah, they're little copycats, but hey, what can you do? You got to nurture the young ones, and that's the best way to nurture someone is to let them copy off of you. With that, I want to thank somebody who I just ran into this past weekend at the Cincy Comic Con. She was such a delight, gorgeous outfit. I'd like to welcome Miss Savannah Marie to the show. Welcome to the show, Savannah. Oh, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so, how you been doing? I'm good. No, I've been really good. I'm really excited. Expos this weekend. I'm pumped. So. Oh yeah. There, there's <laughs> a. I'm gonna need a week off to nap after that show. <laughs> <laughs> me too. No, me too. I, I was like, no work, no nothing. That's all I've been doing this week is preparing. So. Well, I, I know what you look like, but I'm gonna flip you a lid over, and you're, you're. We're gonna play. Can you find me in the crowd? Because I'll actually be dressed up this weekend. Oh, oh my gosh, dang it. Now, see, now I'm going to have to, it's going to be on my mind all weekend, and I'm not going to get anything done. See? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll find you and be like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to recognize you either. I'm going to go, uh, oh, hello, how are you? You're just going to talk to me like normal, and I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, I know you, yeah. <laughs> Honey, if you don't recognize Chipmunk on Crack Voice, we have a problem. <laughs> That's why you have such a good voice for radio. See, it's perfect. Podcasts are perfect. Ah, <laughs> you know what? I caught a bug on this a long time ago, and I just couldn't let it go. And I finally went, you know what? I'm tired of being a guest host on everybody else's show. So, uh, mine. And then I couldn't find a name. I'm like, nerd girl this and geek girl that. And I went, <laughs> Well, Frell this. It's Amanda Gillen Presents. It's my show. Done. See, yeah, put your name on everything, and then no one can question you. It's perfect. <laughs> Be like, you are ne- if your last name is Gillum, you can never have a child named Amanda again. It's mine. It belongs to me. No. <laughs> hey, there's a ton of cosplayers out there with crazy-ass names, and I said, I'm sticking my name right on it. No one can take it. <laughs> Which, speaking of, um, you taught, you told me that you actually, when you're in your cosplay of Harley Quinn, that you do her voice, and I never got to experience it. So would you indulge me and all of the fans of AGP with the voice? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Um, let me, let's find something basic. Um, Hi, you put in it's Harley Quinn. Is that good? Does that work? That's great. Oh, I, love it. I embrace the fans? Are the fans in? Are the nerds? Of course the they love it. <laughs> they, if they're not, we'll hold their families ransom, and then they'll have to say they are. It's a lot easier when you're there, let me tell you. Because once you're walking around, 
And people, some people don't even recognize it. I think some people think that's my real voice. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll let it go. You know, it's fine. I'm good. Yeah, um, some people will think it's your real voice, but it's <laughs> it's funny. It's so much fun when you actually can embrace the character. So what got you into wanting to dress up as these characters and cosplay? Oh, my gosh. Um, Actually, what a lot of people don't know is some people think I've been in this for, like, ever, and that's the most untrue statement ever. I actually did this Harley Quinn cosplay about two years ago now, and it's literally only because my friend was like, hey, do you want to go to this convention with me and dress up? And we didn't know what to dress up as. Now, let me tell you, she's got the most beautiful long hair, right? And she's, mm-hmm. like, kind of red. She's like, I think I'm going to be Poison Ivy. And I said, oh, crap, who am I going to be? And I played the Batman, like, Arkham Asylum games. And I said, I'm going to be Harley Quinn. But I was so broke, like, so broke. Of course, I'm living in my parents' house trying to finish school. And I go, you know, I'm going to make my own version. And I went with, like, I had a bob back then. So I went with, like, really short hair, and I had these, I wore her pantyhose tights that were, like, almost Alice in Wonderland inspired and tried to make them Harley Quinn. I tried. But there's an old picture floating around somewhere that I hope no one finds. That is my old Harley Quinn outfit. I, I just wore that around, and then I quit. I quit for about a year. And then me, and then I got married at some point in this time. Let me tell you, I got married at some point in this time. And I found out my husband is obsessed with Harley Quinn, and he actually originally wanted to go with Harley Quinn and make me go as the Joker. And I said, but I have a really good Harley Quinn. And he had, like, no idea. So he just decided to take me one day, and we found out that if I'm walking around, you know, and this is back back then I wasn't doing the voice. I decided that I was going to do this voice for one con, and this was just about last year-ish. And I walked around with him, and I could not walk one foot without someone stopping me or bugging me. And I think that's when he decided, okay, fine, I won't do Harley Quinn. I guess you can. So I've been doing it ever since because of that. Well, that's cool. But this isn't the only costume that you do either. No, 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 no. I Well, I recently, I stuck to Harley Quinn, and that's who I'll be all EXO, so no one gets their hopes up, because that's all that's, that's all that's coming to EXO. I decided that you can't really be a cosplayer with one costume. You know, it's not, all these big-name cosplayers, you know, they do multiple versions, you know, gender-bent versions of other things, and, you know, they're not, they're not boring. So, <laughs> so I decided, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to do Lady Jason, and that was, that was um, brought on to me by a guy I met named Brenton during a con. He works, he like makes t-shirts or something. And he said, Hey, will you come stand at my booth at this con? And I was kind of like, okay, but it's a horror convention. You know, what do I do? And he said, well, I think you should be like Lady Jason or whatever. Have you seen, it's like an action figure. Have you seen that before? Yes, I I have. Yeah. So it's like, she's like, I don't know. It looks nothing like Jason. It's a girl in like a coat, but (laughs) I decided to do that one. And the con was kind of a flop. I can't remember where, what it was. It was in Indiana. It was like a very small con. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth for that one. Cause I was so bummed out that, you know, it wasn't really, you know, no one was really excited by it. And then a few days ago, I posted a picture of um, Alice from Madness Returns and everyone on my page like flipped out. And I, and I looked at my husband and I said, why is everyone flipping out? This is the costume I've worn the most clothes with. This is weird. Like, it was almost weird to me because I was so used to um, wearing, walking around in a bra or, you know, for Harley or being in a bustier for Columbia. And I said, okay, maybe people actually appreciate cosplay. This is good news. So that's kind of how I got into doing other ones, I guess. <laughs> but now, was- speak- 
<laughs> Speaking of, you mentioned something that I happen to be a fan of. Well, at least you mentioned one of the characters. So we're going to take a jump over to the left here and talk about something else that you like to do. You like that, right? That was a great segue, right, for what I'm about to do. That was beautiful. Did you get that on the spot? How did you get that right on the spot? That was beautiful. I've been doing this for way too long. I'm going to keep that. I'm not going to tell anyone to be like, no, I made that up. No, no, no. It wasn't me. It was me. I I told her to do it. So, taking our jump to the left, but not too big of a step to the right, you said that you also do Columbia, and you actually happen to do that here in the greater Cincinnati area, my hometown, and you do it for the Denton Affair, which is a Rocky Horror Picture Show group. Yes, correct. Shadow, I guess what people call it. Yeah, Shadowcast. It's a group. <laughs> it's more it, in, all, in all honesty, it ain't even a group. That it it is a welcome to the strange part of your family. If you've ever been yeah, any even if you're friends with them, whether you're part of the actual Shadowcast, just one of the fans that goes to the shows all the time because trust me, they'll know they know who their major fans are and they become like like the groupies of the group. And so it's like this really extended family. Just it's the weird part of your family. Oh, it's a cult. It's a cult, Amanda. Let's not let's not cover it up. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, no, all right. I, I can't say anything. I'm a Cthulhuist, so obviously I know all about cults. So, <laughs> so what got you into wanting to do the Rocky Horror Show? This is really embarrassing. Do you want Do you want the actual story behind how I joined? Story, story, <laughs> oh, story. I was on. I was on. This is not a joke. I was on Tinder. This is not a joke. I was on Tinder. And I used to watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show with my mom because she showed me it when I was, like, 10. And I was like, you know, is it good parenting or bad parenting? It's kind of both, right? So I showed it to it. my sister when she was five, so I have, oh, I can't say anything. Damn. Gosh, why does everyone beat me out with their timing? Anyway, my mom showed it to me when I was 10, and I liked it. And I fell in love with Columbia, and I think it's because she was the only character that was overly excited about everything, and I connected with that. But I met a guy on Tinder, and we went out, like, on one date, and he told me, he was a part of the shadow cast. I hope he hates me for bringing this up. He was part of the shadow cast. So I said, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. I didn't think they did it anymore because I heard about it being really popular, you know, back when they first started doing it and doing it in theater. So I thought it was dead at this point. I didn't know how big this community was. So I joined strictly because my boyfriend kind of slash friend at the time was in it. And I've been in the cast ever since. And I was actually about oh, it was over a year ago now that I joined. So, but it so was, you know, um, what, you know what the question is that I have to ask? Oh, crap. What? <laughs> what was your virgin initiation? Oh, it was so boring. Oh, oh, I'm kind of sad on that one for you no, then. Me too. It was, I went to my very first show because he was acting, but it was in, they, we still do these shows. Not very often. It was in Middletown. But mm-hmm. our shows, we don't promote them. They suck. Like, there's five people there. But you still want to make it a good time. But there was four of us there, and it was me and my cousin. We were two of the four people that were there. That's how bad this show was. So no one wanted to stand up and go on stage, and they asked us sex questions. And, of course, me, you know, being me, I was like, I don't know any of these terms. I go to, like, Urban Dictionary to find these terms. Like, I ugh. So it was very, it was very sad. It was a very sad experience. But it got better when I went back to the Esquire. But I never got a real, I never got to do a real Virgin game because of that. Because then I was already in the cast and begging them to let me get naked on stage. So 
<laughs> Begging to get naked would count, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of sad. My virgin initiation was having some strange dude lick chocolate off my boobs, so. Oh, my God. So, obviously, that means the big time of the year, though, is coming up for you guys with October right around the corner. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm in the cast, and I'm excited. So, How many shows do you guys do for Halloween? We do two shows. So we do one at, like, I, I think, believe it starts at 9 or 10. Someone's going to kill me if I get that wrong. But then we do we do two. So we do an early show, and then we do, like, a typical midnight late time show, if that makes sense. But Honey, I it would be nine. there's only one real time show. That's the midnight show. That's the midnight show. That's why I'm trying to get them to let me act. I was like, please let me in, please. And they're like, we're not casting yet. And I'm like, no, cast me, cast me. I was, oh my gosh, I was so hard on this cast. I joined at 17, and no one told me I couldn't act if I wasn't 18. Like, you can't do a floor show character, I guess, would be the right. thing if you were 17. No one told me. I learned Columbia's part in two freaking weeks by myself and I was ready man I was like let me get out there I'm gonna be the best and then they're like oh sorry you can't act and I was like what the heck like what the hell no one told me this and then I had to wait multiple months to finally join but it was my goal I said I'm gonna be the most screen accurate Columbia we have in this cast (laughs) now I can't tell you if I succeed it yet I'm trying but I oh gosh I was way too passionate and then I had to be shut down and you know sit in the audience crying hoping they'll let me act soon. <laughs> How long did it take you to learn all the callback lines? Oh I'm still learning them. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm not kidding. Every once in a while I'll hear a new one I'll go I'll laugh and someone'll be like you've never heard that and I was like I've never heard that. I said when did this what there's an app for it? I kid you not there is an app for callbacks. It's, honey, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> honey, I have a CD of a ta- of a recording of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, one of their big sessions, and you can hear the callback lines on the CD. <laughs> the best. When I got into this, I played it over and over and over and over and a friend of mine went what are you doing i was like honey i'm figuring this thing out without watching the movie like i'm gonna know the as soon as i hear a certain tone in that movie i'm gonna know where my callback line is like you do not understand (laughs) but what's really amazing though is depending on where you go certain regions have different callback lines so yes, lives down on so Dixie. Dixie's have their own. We have our own here for the Denton Affair. Down in Florida, they have their own. It's really cool. No, I love it. And that's why I love going to conventions for it, because you hear people say different callbacks. And you go, oh, okay, but some of them are so specific to their area, which is why I love Cincinnati. There's so many things to make fun of here. We live in Ohio. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like when they go, I couldn't win. Like the Bengals. Okay, great. Let's make fun of the home team. Way to go, guys. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> I told you, I, you know, the last few shows I've been at, they've made Harambe jokes, and I hope they end soon. <laughs> so. and, that, and I think that the other thing is, is the people who are really into this, they take pop culture from every aspect, and they throw it into this. So there's always something new and something fresh coming along. So you can't be still listening to some 1980 CD where they're making fun of Michael Jackson. Doesn't quite work with the younger generation that's coming in. They're gonna be like, Michael, who? Don't worry about it, kid. 
You have nothing to fear now in this day and age from him. No. Oop, too soon? My bad. It's never too soon. Are you kidding me? If you do Rocky or Picture Show, it's never too soon. No, it's not. You're almost too late. You're almost too late when you say it. So, I mean... So since we are talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I warned you about this one, I've warned you about this one. We all know next month, and there are some major feelings on this one. They're doing a remake of this for television. I know you've seen bits and pieces of it. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I like to know what's your feel for this oh gosh i'm really scared i am i'm really really scared they okay they what, call give me your answer or the, the, the show <laughs> <laughs> in general <laughs> well about okay well about the remake about the remake they're so they, they they're calling it a remake from what i've heard they're keeping the exact same script they haven't changed a thing about the script but what right. scares me about remakes is it's so easy to mess up and upset an audience with. And you would think people with Rocky Horror Picture Show are really open-minded. They get really angry when you fuck with the cult classic. So I'm, I'm like, right in the middle. I think I'm still going to watch it. But some of these outfit choices, I know this is such a stupid thing to me to criticize, but some of the outfit choices I'm not super crazy about, I would say. You mean the fact uh, that Dr. Frankenfurt is wearing a goddamn cow? <laughs> and Columbia looks like me in seventh grade, but you know that's, that's <laughs> she looks like a twelve-year-old. But you know, I hold Columbia true to my heart because you know, little Nell is just like me. We like to show our nipples and we like to be centers of attention. So I don't well, know how they're gonna change that for this movie. Well, you like to at least show one through your PJs at least all the time, right? <laughs> well, I did yeah. on my very first night on accident, so. Or what they say is an accident, you know? Yeah. Oops. There was no oops. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's right here on picture show. You let it happen. You say it happened on purpose. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a part of me that's trying to be optimistic about it because, you know, Tim Curry is, you know, being a cameo part in it. But in all honesty, I have not been able to get behind anything that I've seen of it yet. Well, have you seen have you seen the intro song at least? Have you seen? Yeah. Because I think that came out, but I think it got pulled or something. It got pulled. So like I was like <laughs> three fourths of the way watching it when it got pulled. Oh my gosh! I was like, see, I think. But here's the main thing. I think you can't really fuck that up. It's an intro song. Everyone's gonna forget it once you're like into the movie, anyways. But I think I like the outfit choice. I know I'm so stuck on the clothes. I, fashion is serious to me, Amanda. It's serious. But I hey. think she did a good job. For the intro. Hey, let I mean, yeah, but let's let's face it. I mean, it's all about the lips when it comes to an it in the intro. True. See, I I I am missing that. I'm missing Patricia Quinn's lips and Richard's voice. That's that's <laughs> you know. But um, you know, a lot of people have you know, I'm not personally offended by anything that Rocky related, but I heard someone come out and say, Doctor Frankenfurter is a transvestite, not transgender, and they are different. They so are different. Some, so I heard some people are mad about Dr. Frankenberger being a chick. Or a transgender woman, I guess would be a better term. So I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm a little, I, I'm a little different about that too. Cause they, I mean, they are totally different. And I think people are bypassing that a little bit, but you know, 
thing is this. Am I going to watch it? I have to. It, it's kind of like in my job description when I do reviews on things. Um, will I have to watch it more than once? More than likely. Why? Because the first time I'm going to be the steaming fan who watches it going, screw you. I hate you. This is wrong. No. No. wrong. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to watch it again as someone that's completely opposite, like someone who's never watched the movie before ever. He has no idea what it is, and probably still go, I freaking hate you. (laughs) (laughs) And I still hate it. I I have high hopes. I I love Adam Lambert, and he is doing Eddie. And it's such a a small scene, but it's one of my favorite scenes. And I might be totally biased as a Columbia, and I'm sure I am. But I think he'll do a good job. What worries me is that they call it a remake, but it sounds like and feels like to me that they're changing things just to change them and be edgy. And I hate that. Yeah, that's. Don't change things to be edgy. Um, don't change things. You know, if if the change fits the direction that you're taking it, that's one thing. But you don't need to change things. You really don't. I mean, there's changes from the play to the movie that, yeah, right. they they work. You know, it didn't. There are certain things. From the original play, which is, if you don't know what the play is called, the play is actually Rocky Horror Show. It's not picture show, it's just the Rocky Horror right, Show. Right, and then right. the picture show is the movie. And sure. if you're going to take something, you know, they, they left out some songs that were in the stage play, and that's fine. You know, the movie was what it was. True, it totally bombed at the box office, but yay yeah. for all the psycho nerds out there for bringing it back. And it is kind of sad to hear that it died down. Now, I do have to admit, when I got into it, it was at the height. Here came Meatloaf with uh, Bad Out of Hell 2, Back in the <laughs> Hell. Um, par- um, I Would Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That becomes his number one first hit song. And, of course, Fox 19 is like, hey, let's capitalize on Meatloaf's fame. Find a movie he was in. Um, yeah, right, Rocky Horror right, right. Picture Show. <laughs> like, you mean, Rocky Horror Picture Show? That's a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Fox 19 showing this. And all I remember is my mom going, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's going to like it. I know she is. My mom hates it. My mom absolutely oh, hates the no. Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I, have, and I sat there and I had the uh, little recording device from Home Alone. <laughs> and I sat there in front of the TV and I recorded every song. And uh-huh. I fell in love with it instantly. And then I started playing the songs. And then I answer, and then you know where your mom showed you a ten. I like I told you I showed it to my baby sister at five, and I would have gotten away with it too if she wasn't singing. She was a sweet transvestite while swiping the back, sweeping the back porch off. <laughs> That's a and I got song, man. Yes, it's like it one is. Of those songs that have like hidden dirty meanings, and you sing them anyways. But this one's got a full meaning, and you hear it in the very first line almost. So. Oh yeah. You can't hide, you so can't speak- hide that song from anyone. Absolutely not. So what is your favorite Rocky Horror song? What's the one that you just love to break down and sing? Oh, gosh. Oh, do I have to pick one? Can there be like two, one and a half? You, you can have um, one and a half. I'll give you one and okay. a half. Fine, fine. Well, well it's fair. Um, actually, my favorite, well, it depends. My favorite song to really listen to would be Hot Patootie. I know. I'm so lame. But I love that song. But now let me tell you, my favorite song to dance to, and it's my favorite song to perform with, is Rose Tint. That is my favorite song of all time. Nell does such a great job in that scene, so I have to try to be as good as her, and that's hard because that girl's got legs for days. No kidding. (laughs) That 
that is my favorite moment. But I think Hoppatootie is my favorite, but that's because I met my husband through Hoppatootie. I know. He's my Eddie. So I got <laughs> I have a spot in my heart for it. And I actually recently fell down at a recent show doing uh, some in and outs that they do during the scene. And he held, you know, he held me up, and everyone in the audience could see me, like, limping off stage as he spun me out, ready to grab the saxophone. <laughs> so it's got it's got a place in my heart because it's it's done all the good for me and all the bad. So <laughs> she's turned the Rocky Horror Picture Show into wrestling. It's all staged until she gets hurt. Wrestling <laughs> <laughs> is the best time for now because you show your nipples, and I'm not even allowed to do it. And I just you know every once in a while I'm like I'm not going to wear a cape today. Whatever happens happens. Screen accuracy is important to me. So very true. so did you ever get to see the sequel um crap why did i just forget what the oh shock Shock treatment treatment. yes (laughs) i love shock treatment i you know it's grown on me don't tell my husband but it's grown on me um i love that movie i love that good good i was worried that you were gonna be like i hate shock treatment a lot of people you know it's underrated it's underrated it's hella good First off, that movie would not get out in today's day and age. Just by that song, um, just by Janet's dad's song in it, lo- let alone, you know, that oh one's just God. like, uh, no. <laughs> Our cast has been, like, bugging each other. Because I think they all love Shock Treatment more than Rocky, which blows my mind. I still love Rocky more, but they really want to do it. And I got to see Shock Treatment performed just as Rocky Horror Picture Show was performed. And it was mind-blowing. Like, I loved it more than anything I've ever seen. So it's much better performed on stage, I can tell you that. Seeing I it want to see it performed. You, Where the you hell need to did go. you find it? I was, it was at the uh, Rocky Convention because I was, I was, we went to go with our cast, of course, but me and my husband, we were in the, and we were in Hopatootie for the National Convention. So, and then I got to see shock, shock treatment, and it is, let me tell you, it's beautiful when it's done in front of you. It's even better than the movie. I mean, the movie's playing behind it, of course, but it's better than, I think, just watching it at home. But See, what I know. loved about Shock Treatment is this. One, the music is just flat-out brilliant. Uh, nothing to say against the Rocky Horror. Uh, I will always be a huge fan, but I love the music more from Shock Treatment. The music and Shock Treatment is better. <laughs> no, it's better. No, people, you know, whoever tells you that, it's not. They're lying. They're lying to themselves because they're singing, they're singing Bitchin' in the Kitchen right now. They just Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bitchin' in the Kitchen is so amazingly done. It is such a... Be- that and Little Black Dress have to be my two yes. top songs in that movie. You know, I used to, I didn't like that song at first, but now it's, that song's grown on me too. But I love the title song. Shock Treatment as a song is my favorite. I can't get, I can't let go of Richard O'Brien. I fell in love with him more in this movie than I ever will in Rocky, so. I just, I just want to know what's his obsession with brother and sister relationships? Yeah, you know what, that's, that's a, that's a conversation. We got to get him on here. We got to be like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Come to the U.S. <laughs> Come talk to Come talk to Savannah and I. We want to know, what is your obsession with brother and sister stuff? Like, are you, like, secretly wanting Patricia Quinn to be your sister or something? I mean, what What is going would, on there? I would date Patricia Quinn. If Patricia give, Quinn gave me the option, I, I'd date Patricia Quinn. I don't know about the brother-sister thing, but, I mean. She on, is dropped dead I mean, gorgeous. She's gorgeous, man. But she was, come on. When you see <laughs> Little Nell in shock treatment, and then you put, like, a side-by-side of her in shock treatment and, and Rocky Horror, and you're like, that really the same person? <laughs> no, she got she like, got made over in that movie. She was, whew, 
She's great. Oh, my God. I mean, if it wasn't for the legs, you wouldn't really know it was her. Right. <laughs> and that voice, though. But that voice. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that voice. <laughs> no, I was talking. I was. I was talking about it, and we were talking about, we're like, if our cast the shock treatment, who are you going to be? And I was like, you know, I want to be, you You want to be her because you played her in Rocky. But I was like, I'm not that gorgeous. I have short hair. I can't, you know, I can't, I got to get a wig. I got to somehow, you know, transform into the beauty queen. She's so different in Rocky. It's almost scary. So Yeah, and, and Rocky, well, that's the reason why every time during, um, that scene, oh, crap, why am I forgetting my songs all of a sudden? Um, touch it, touch it, touch me, because I kept yelling, okay, because I sing it, fuck a, fuck a, fuck me, sorry, I do. Um, <laughs> and touch it, touch it, touch me, when she leans in, everybody goes, ah, no, go yes, away. Yes. <laughs> and I then you doing that. <laughs> I just, but dude, but yeah, you're right, that voice, can you do that voice? Oh, gosh, not right now. <laughs> not today. God, it's I, so uh, high. What is it? it, it I, it's like, how high no, is it? It's like, no, no, it's, it's, it's yeah. even higher than that. It's like, oh, oh my, my God. God. How the hell? I mean, if you were a guy, obviously you got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> no, I, um, it's, well, we're told, you know, we're told we should do the lines and sing the song while we're on stage. Cause then, you know, if you're not, then you look stupid standing there with your mouth closed. So anytime you hear Columbia talk in that movie, I'm saying it. But let me tell you, my screaming is not up to par for that. But my favorite line to do is the he's okay line because it's so quick and you get to put your tits on a tank. So, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> but no, it's, he's okay. it's definitely. I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, Ooh. say something stupid. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was like, I'm an alto. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an alto. I can't do this. But I remember the first time I did it, you know, of course, our Franks are talking, our Rips are talking, and they're all staring at you like you're an idiot. Why the fuck do you say he's okay? But I'm sitting there, like, smiling, like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, so, that's <laughs> well, one of my favorite things. Well, you do that, because that's actually a trick that they teach you when you're doing um, lip syncing. Even the um, – a lot of times um, performers on stage, even though they go live at the da-da-da, they're actually lip syncing and they're playing everything over the mic. Because you have to realize, when they're dancing and jumping around and doing all those performances, they run out of breath so fast. There's hardly anybody who actually live sings when they're doing a show, especially to a audience. But they tell you, um, you lip sync it with it. So when when the song's playing, you're still supposed to be lip syncing, so you're actually in tune with the song and your mouth is exactly where it's supposed to be. So you're supposed to practice that. So it's it's the same thing because... You're you're acting out the exact same thing. It's actually brilliant that they're like, say the lines anyway. Because it ain't like you have an actual mic on you, so it's okay. No one's going to hear you. Oh, no, that's my favorite part because I try to make the audience hear me. For uh, for songs like, for instance, for like Eddie's Teddy, I'm sitting directly in front of the audience. And everyone in the front row can hear me because I talk to them and I, you know, I make fun of the show because, you know, we're doing this show because it's lame, let's be honest. Um you know, because we like to make fun of it. So I'm sitting there, and they can hear me. So I was like, oh, crap, I actually have to sing now. You know, you don't want to ruin it for anyone. So you got to sing, and that's, that's the fun part to do. <laughs> but I, I try to be loud. But, you know, when the issue with not saying your lines is there's so many loud callbacks. You almost lose where you are in the movie if you're not saying your lines with oh, your God. other cast members. 
So, you know, there's so many quick little tidbits of, you know, your character turns their head here, but you can't hear what the movie's saying. So, you know, it's it's easier to know your lines and do them well and, you know, do them on stage. So, Well, I, and I'm sure with learning your lines, that actually helps you in realizing your points of, okay, when I say this line, I should be here. My reaction should be this. It's going on here. It's going on like that. Because the last thing you want is somebody who's going, okay, so instead of looking at the audience, I'm just going to stare at the screen to make sure I'm right in sync with everything. Oh, yeah, you're fired. Oh, oh, I hate, oh, I hate that. There's a few cast members we've had do that. And it's usually people that are really nervous. And but you know, you know, we've been we've gotten we've been getting on for for that. They're like, don't look at the screen; it's really obvious. And I think I'm guilty of that at least once. I know for a fact I've done it once, and that was probably my first show when I was timid and you know scared to do it. But when you're when you're playing Columbia, you're not really allowed to be scared. So no, <laughs> it's definitely interesting. So I'm sitting there, you know, and I'm getting ready to get on this tank, and you know, the the lights on you at certain points, and that's why Rose Tin is so scary. Because you're the first one up there, and I can tell you that's the one song I sing the worst through the entire show. <laughs> you're out of breath by the time you're, you know, kicking your legs, you know, as they are in the pool. And, you know, so I'm, I always, I look around me, I'm like, I don't hear anyone else singing during this kick line, but I'm singing my heart out, and I probably sound like a dying horse. So <laughs> my, my biggest problem is, is I was always getting in trouble because they'd be like, Manda, you're supposed to say the actual lines. Can't help it. The callback line's funnier. <laughs> well, we have some people go, um, you know, especially when they say, hi, my name's Brad Majors, you know, when he's at the door for the first time mm-hmm. standing at the castle. You know, some people go, hi, my name is You can hear them saying it. <laughs> and sometimes the audience thinks it's funnier, for sure. I mean, I, you know, I, at this point, it's, you just, you say what makes you comfortable and oh, yeah. you do rational pictures. <laughs> Ad lib it. Fake it. Yeah, just, Say whatever the fuck you want, but I'm always, I'm always right on. I try to be right on cue with everything she says. But that voice is just so damn high sometimes. Oh my god, it really <laughs> is. But you know what they say, guys? When you're doing the show, don't dream it, be it. Just be it. <laughs> That's, see, are you writing this shit down? I swear, no! some of these things <laughs> no. are not at. <laughs> We're gonna take a jump to the left. I'm not over it, by the way. I'm, it's still in my head. I can still hear you. <laughs> But I do, I no. do Harley all day, and then I have to go do Columbia, and that—I mean, they're the same fucking person. If you boil really those are. two characters down, they're the same person. But my screaming voice is out for the night. They're gonna listen to the fucking movie because my voice is out. I've—I've I've been doing Harley all fucking day. So. <laughs> Just think of it, okay? Columbia's Harley Quinn, and Frankenfurter's Mr. J. <laughs> right, right. It's perfect. And then I, you the know, end. Lucy dies for him. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but I do love the fact that you like my little segues. That is funny. It's just funny. You're like, do you have this stuff written down? I was like, nope. It's funny because I had this. So I work at this nine to five. Um, and I just want to tell you this story just so you realize. So they come in and they're like, okay, so we want to ta- we want to tape you setting up for a podcast. And I'm like, this is gonna be a short video. <laughs> they're like, what do you do to get prepped for the podcast? I smoke a cigarette and I drink a Diet Coke. The end. <laughs> They're like, well, how do you prep for it? I read their bio and I look at their websites. The end. <laughs> That's it. They're and like, then I just sit there and I talk. <laughs> and they're like, well, how do you come up with all of this stuff? I was like, well, here's my, this this is the notes. Here, I'll give you an example. Here's the notes for your podcast. I'm ready. Cosplayer, I'm ready. Rocky Horror Picture Show, and a video gaming YouTube video. Okay, done. 
That's you know that's, that's it. It's a person. That's it. So everything when I else, die, I, just, I want that on my gravestone. I I I ad lib everything else as I go through because I want this show to be as natural as it possibly could be. I want you to feel like you're sitting right here in my living room with me and we're just totally nerding out. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is, right? Are you telling yeah, me we're not in our living room nerding out right now? <laughs> I think you are. Your action figure is anyway. Oh, <laughs> both well, of, yeah, you know. Both Harley yes, and Columbia. They're right over there. <laughs> <laughs> They're both over there. They're talking for me. I'm actually like, I'm asleep. So, on top of all of this cosplaying and being able to act and all the fun stuff that you do, you also have yourself a YouTube channel. Oh, gosh, yes. (laughs) I believe it's called called Player One and Player Two. Yes, yes, it is. (laughs) It is. um, I believe, if I'm remembering right, basically this is a co-op gaming channel along with vlogs and reviews. Yes, correct. (laughs) So... That means you're a gamer. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. No one, see, no one cares about this. I'm glad I have you in my life at this point. No one ever is interested in hearing about that. But, yeah, it's a channel between me and my brother, which we're kind of, you know, slowing it down. I'm actually taking – I have a lot of cosplay videos on there. I'm actually making my own cosplay channel so I can take that stuff, you know, out of that mess of what is video games. So I'm making a separate channel right now of just Savannah Marie Cosplay because no one's going to take that name. It's very basic. I can take whatever I want with that name. So, um, but yeah, that's our, we, that's the point of the player one and player two. Believe it or not, I'm player one. He has to be player two. So, I mean. I noticed that that was the first, the first video she goes, <laughs> you're like, I'm player one and I'm player two. Player <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what got you into, your- so what are some of the games that you guys like to play? Oh, geez. Well, see, the issue is we don't do as much gaming uh, crap anymore because there's no co-op games. But we started with, um, our big game was when Resident Evil 6 came out, and everyone fucking hated it. And I was like, no, it's so much fun. It's so cheesy. It's the best. So we played that. We played a lot of, we played the Resident Evil Revelations at some point. But we were so late to the game. Like, people have already played the whole game, but we're sitting there like idiots, acting like anyone gives a shit what we're saying. And we played the whole game together. I mean, we we beat the game. We did it together. But my, I mean, my main game that I play outside of the channel, of course, because people don't know that I actually like to play video games. My favorite game, and I hope I'm praying right now you've played it or something or seen it. It's Heavy Rain, and it's that. Oh God! Oh, Oh, I love that game. Oh my God! Yeah, it's good. Oh gosh, that's one of my favorite games of all time, of all time. It's. It was a big deal when it came out, and then I feel like it, it fizzled out because, you know, Call of Duty is so cool, you know, you know stuff like that, you know, ruined the popularity of it. But my main game, because, you know, I, I'm stuck in the past always, um, it's Heavy Rain um, and the Batman series. I'm obsessed oh, with yeah. the Batman series. Isn't that, Great. I mean, you wouldn't guess that about me, would you? I don't like that. Nah, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs> But I loved them. I loved Oblivion, and this, and then Skyrim came out. But I'm still stuck on Oblivion. I feel bad for my husband because he doesn't care about this shit. And he's sitting through it almost every night of me, you know, redoing quests I did like three years ago. So, and I, you know, I still love it. So. Oh, there are just some games you never get tired of. Um, and that's one of them. <laughs> now, I know, that, I know earlier when you and I were talking, you said you were stuck with the PS3 because your parents took all the PS4s, which we have to explain to them that you're older. You get Wii's. All right? Savannah <laughs> gets PS4s. 
Because then she could play with Lady Vader 79 and we can blow shit up together. Right. I think my mom's listening. I hope my mom's listening. Mom, give me your PS4. That's it. Mom, give me the PS4. Then she could be parts of my Let's Plays that are shown every... We do four a week. That's for amazing. a week. <laughs> that, that is amazing. amazing. I'm gonna, she's not she, listening. I'm going to send her this and be like, go back and listen to this. I don't know what time it's at. Listen to at marker seven, at, when it's seven, about 40 minutes in, Mom, I need you to listen as we're talking about you. <laughs> she's a wonderful but, lady, but I want that PS4 still. So. Oh, I... They went, okay, so I'm a huge Star Wars nut, so of course, as soon as they're like, Star Wars Battlefront, and Darth Vader PS4 console, I was like, take my money. <laughs> I, even, I even went to my landlord, I was like, my rent's going to be late. So you're telling me, <laughs> you love Star Wars and Rocky Horror Picture Show, I have a nice short story for you. An story amazing, time! Actually, an amazing one. So we so glad I'm a cage for this. <laughs> We did a theme night at Rocky Horror Picture Show, and it was Star Wars themed. And we had another girl in our cast. She's been doing Columbia longer than me. So she she got to be Columbia for the show, and we didn't have a magenta for the show. And I said, you know, I'll do it for one night. I've never been magenta, but I said, you know, I'll learn it in like a week, and I'll do it just for this one show night because it's Star Wars themed. And I I had a fucking Slave Leia outfit. I had the original Princess Leia outfit. I wanted to wear them, but we already had an R2-D2 Columbia. So I had to be magenta as, um, you know, Princess Leia, I guess. And right. so before I was married, this lame guy who I'm married to now, he um, he was Han Solo as Eddie, actually. And he he made this plan up to, as you know, as Eddie's getting axed by Frank at the very end of the song, that he was going to run up to me as Princess Leia magenta and have me yell at him, I love you, just so he could say I know and then die. It was the most beautiful moment in Rocky Horror Star Wars history. Oh my god, that's it, it lovely. <laughs> oh, that's that's poetic and justified in all rights known to man. <laughs> I was love like, we it. weren't even dating. I was like, and you got me to tell you I love you. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> but I was gonna say, how do you feel about the new Star Wars though? Because if you're all a new right. Star Wars fan, I have to know. I enjoyed it. I loved it. Now, so. <laughs> I know there's a lot of fans out there who goes, it's just a reenactment of A New Hope. One. Oh, of course, right. it has to be a reenactment of A New Hope. Do you know how young the generation is below us at this point? They have to be reintroduced to these characters. They don't know this story. Some people aren't parenting right. <laughs> They're letting them watch these things called prequels, which are horrible. Bad parenting. Oh, oh I had to watch the prequels. I had to watch the prequels. Just so you can hate them. That's fine. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, my parents were good. They were good. No, I, loved, I loved it, though. I get I get the New Hope thing, but what they also didn't account, see, this is why I love you so much for just saying that, because that's such a good point, is that they had a new girl come in, which is Ray, and she's brand new, and she's not a hero yet. She has to go through exactly what Luke went through for the whole fucking story to make sense. Exactly. I mean, or did you guys, They, you know what, they just wanted an hour of footage of her, like, you know, breaking into things and stealing things or, you know, going through trash or whatever. That's what they wanted. Yeah. But. I mean, they didn't have a trash compactor in there, so it wasn't exactly <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, I forgot to turn off my phone and everything is going haywire on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it over for those of you who don't know, 
the DLC for Star Wars Battlefront, the Death Star, came out today. We get to do the trench run from A New Hope. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That, see, oh. what the heck? Mom, give me my PS4 back. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually, this whole show is an intervention for my mom, so she gives me a PS4. <laughs> That's what you didn't know. I knew, but you my notes here wait a minute that's not in my <laughs> notes <laughs> it's in here somewhere you have to read the fine print it's in my bio someone's gonna go down and look for it you wait all right i'll, I'll the bio. the bio i must have missed it <laughs> i stopped the rocky horror picture show i think that was like the end of the bio that i read <laughs> <laughs> i was like wait stop <laughs> wait but... she needs a ps4 someone fund it for her i'm, I'm gonna kick her <laughs> Yeah, there you go. You need a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe page. I need a PS4. I want to play video games and post the videos up on YouTube. The end. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are stopping my career. Wrong with people. The career I didn't have, it's, it's, it's dead now because of that. The career that I've been dreaming of that I don't have but I want, you guys are stopping it. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm hoping that this thing could... This thing could break into a career, and I can just cosplay because that would be great. If that in a perfect world, I could just cosplay all day. I mean, hell, someone pay for me. Someone pay for me to go to cons because I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. We're spending See, so much money. That's on why this. you pick the things that you love. See, this is this is how you get your PlayStation Four. You, you <laughs> go PlayStation sponsor my cosplay, and I'll just go PlayStation on every time I talk to somebody. And then you can also give me a PS4, and then I can promote your games and how awesome your console is. See, it, it's a win-win here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I was saying. My um, my husband he took off work on Friday so we could go to Expo Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I mean, nah. that's dedication. And I didn't even do anything. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna be there on Friday because I know oh. Friday's all set up and da 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 da. And with the fact that I have to finish the fine touches on the weapon and the costume, and I've got to get my staff all together because we're going in with cameras and video cameras and mics and the whole nine yards to do interviews and have ourselves a good old time. I've got to make sure everything's prepped, which means I have to play the loading the car thing. And then, of course, everybody has to meet here before we even travel on Saturday morning. And I'm like, I'm already oh my Lord. It and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I think it's just, Expo is such a big one. But you know what I'm a little upset about? Someone's going to kill me for this. But I'm a little upset about the fact that it starts at 3. What is that? 3 p.m.? Because. Because it's a Friday, because it's Friday. So for them, school school's now back in session. And so a lot of people in this greater Cincinnati area wouldn't be able to get there till 3 o'clock. Uh-huh. You know what? No, fuck them. I'm I'm not in school. I want to go and party, and they're ruining it. I'm having a bad time. But I'm going anyway, so. Party night, Saturday night anyway for any convention. And you know this. You know this. No, but I need something to whine about. You know. <laughs> you but don't I have do. a PS4. You got that one. <laughs> no, I need I have more things to whine about. But, no, I'm really excited about it. I mean, I know Stan Lee's coming, so it's going to be a big one. And the girl from Suicide Squad's coming, too. That girl with the katana? Oh, crap. Is that her name? Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. I think that's her name. <laughs> well, I mean, that that's the character's name. <laughs> well, right. I don't know her actual name. Hell, I mean, I walk around, around and say I'm Harley Quinn all day. That's not my real name. <laughs> but, no. Dude, but Billy D. Williams is going to be there, too. 
<gasps> I know. Oh, I know. Carmel Delight himself. I'm excited. You know, they, said, they said that Darth Vader was supposed to be there, too. David Krause. Oh, my gosh. He... Get it if you get a chance to meet him. He is the nicest guy you will ever oh. meet on the face of this planet. Oh, <laughs> you're talking into spending more money. Oh, 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 he is he is one of the nicest guys. Um, I got to meet him at Dragon Con one year, and no, I didn't wait in line. He was in the elevator with me, <laughs> 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 with a fanboy. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? And I, I can openly talk about this now because he's not even from Cincinnati. I got hit on by the Red Power Ranger at a con. It was a very weird oh. experience, but it happened. It totally happened. <laughs> I I can't say anything. I pushed Daniel Logan, little Boba Fett, off of a table once. <laughs> <laughs> he called me the C word, and I pushed him off a table. <laughs> What did you do? We were dancing, and he stepped on me, and I went, hey, and he goes, get out of my way, you see, and I went, boop. And the worst part was, I ran into him, ran into him at a convention a couple of years later, and I go, hi, I'm Amanda, and he goes, I remember you. You pushed me off a table. I was like, you regret calling me a T-word now, don't you? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> Damn straight, dude. <laughs> he still holds a grudge to this day. So, how long have you been doing conventions? Oh, see, see, it's about it was. It's been about three years. I'm gonna say three years. That might be a slight of a stretch because I only heard about conventions. So when my friend forced me to go that one time, and it was, I think we went to some. Oh my gosh, I think it was an anime convention, and we didn't realize it, and we went dressed up as Harley Quinn and Ivy. It was, it was very weird. It was a mistake, but that was my first one, and then it's just been. It's been an ongoing thing this whole year. The moment the moment my husband realized, oh, crap, what have I gotten into? We've been going to them. So it's been, it's been it's about three years in total. It's a bug, man. Once, once you start going to conventions, it is over. <laughs> it's done. No, I love it. I love it. And you know what? And this is, this is something that, you know, I hope anyone listening, you know, takes this advice. A lot of people... And it's nothing, you know, I don't put myself on a high pedestal. You know, I have like 300 likes. I'm not super important. I just love what I do. And um, a lot of people, you know, sometimes at conventions come up to me and say, you know, you're the best looking Harley Quinn I've seen all day. And no to people, please don't say that to anyone. That's the worst. I, yeah. You know, when I go out, I don't, you know, I don't search to be the best. Now, at Rocky Horror Picture Show, I'm a little nail on that bitch, and I take control. But when I do Harley Quinn, she's a loved character. I'm doing an interpretation of her already. And um, I actually go out, and some of these Harley Quinns are really shy. Some of the ones I meet aren't, you know, are kind of even mean. Like, they're not really interested in talking to me. But I, you know, I try to find, hunt down these Harley Quinns. I try to take a picture with every single one I see. Because, you know, it's, it's not about who's dressed the best. It's, you know, who's having the most fun. And that's, you know, that's the people I want to be around. So, Right. The thing but is, got, the, the key of cosplay is showing your love for a character. It doesn't matter if you're wearing the onesie jumpsuit PJ thingy or you've gone out and you've built the, the costume with your two hands. It's just being able to express your love for a certain character. Yeah, and I, you know, I do my voice, and, you know, sometimes when I meet other Harley Quinns and I, I hear their voice and I know they're not going to play along, you know, I'll talk, I'll talk like myself. And usually what I try to do, and it's not me faking it because it's, it's real, but I try to overreact when I see people dressed, you know, like me, which would be like Harley Quinn. And I think, 
I met this one girl, and she was obviously younger than me. She might have been, like, preteen. And I saw her, and she was dressed up as Suicide Squad Harley, because that's a big one now, because it just came out. She, um, she was almost, like, acting starstruck around me. Like, she was like, oh! And she was, like, staring at me, and this guy looked, some guy, you know, with us that was walking by was like, are you really that starstruck by yourself? He's like, you're talking to yourself, because <laughs> we're both Harley Quinns. And she was the nicest little person I've ever met. Like, she was so adorable, but she, like, she had an issue talking to me because I was like, you look so good. And, you know, you, I want to encourage younger people to dress how they want and do what they want at these songs because that's what it's for. And she was, oh, she was a dream because she was just so sweet but so shy and, but so excited, and I love that. I love meeting younger, younger kids or preteens that, you know, appreciate stuff like that. Which is a good thing because we need those younger kids or preteens or else this becomes a dying fad for us and we're all, all of our dreams and hopes are gone. Right. I have I had a little boy come up to me too and he was like, Hi Harley, how are you? And he was he was so talkative and these you know, these kids get so starstruck over these over these fictional characters and you don't realize how much they mean to them until you're dressed as one and they come up to you. And I first think, time I, I saw Darth Vader, I felt the same way. I'm like <gasps> he's real Right, right. And you you love these characters, bad or you know, bad or good and and I and I love it. I I've oh gosh, I've had parents look at me and be like, "She's gonna be Harley Quinn for Halloween. She's so excited to meet you." And these kids are so shy or they're so excited, and you never know what you know. You never know what's gonna happen. You never know what they're gonna say to you. But they're always all so nice and well behaved, especially at cons like that. It's hard to come by you know a huge group of people that are that well behaved at that young age. So it's a big deal to me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, got, I, I got I got kissed on the mouth once. I was sexually harassed at a con once. So you know it's 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 a little tim- intimidating when you go in and you're in your underwear essentially and brawl and you know. So. I'm sure it is. <laughs> now you kind of made me feel bad. <laughs> no, don't feel bad. No, 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 no. no. That but that, no, that no, was, it was just it was just so funny. So I I had talked to you. And then you came back up to me, and you were like, I really want to do your show. And I'm like, okay, cool, great, awesome. And then I was behind you on the escalator, and I just had the right view. <laughs> and I went, if I snapshot that, can I use that as the promotion to have her on the show? Do you think she'd be upset? Because that's a great shot right there. And my friend is like, I'm sorry, I didn't hear anything you said, because I have a great look from viewing right here. I just went, okay, that answered that question. <laughs> Well, oh my gosh, I haven't told you what I do. I haven't told you. See, that wouldn't have offended me because I've already talked to you. But sometimes people sneak photos of me, and I, I rarely see it happen. You know, because, you know, Rob, my husband, he'll point it out to me. he go, that person just snuck a photo of you. What I do now when that stuff happens, I put my hammer in front of me because I want them to ask. Like, I want to I interact with these people. I don't want these people to sneak random photos of me, you know, it's, why don't you just ask and I'll be, you know, I'm really polite about it. I had a guy at that same con trying to sneak a photo of me. And my cousin was next to me and he goes, that guy's trying to get a photo of you. And I put my hammer right in front of my body, of course, so he couldn't see anything. <laughs> and then uh, two seconds later, he came over and said, can I get a picture of you? And I was like, yeah. And I tried to be overly nice to say, you can just ask people, you know. Most people won't shoot you down for a picture, I would hope. I mean, I don't know. I'm not every. I'm not everybody, but. Yeah. Well, there is, there has been a trend lately, and I think this is where some of the people sneak the pictures nowadays. One, some people are absolutely too afraid to ask. Like, they're afraid you are going to oh, yeah. say no. 
The I other thing is, is there are these people that go out there and they're like, oh, that'll be five bucks for a picture. Dude, seriously? No. All right. I'm going to go get a picture of somebody else. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah. I saw, and I'm not, I'm not going to call it any cosplayer name, of course, because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hurt the cosplay community by talking bad about someone else. But I, uh, I saw a, she was a professional cosplayer at a con, and she was asking like $20 for a print. And those prints, I can tell you for a fact, are like three ninety nine to make. And there's oh, no I know. reason to spend $20. And I, I could never imagine charging someone that much for a picture of me when, you know, I'm not even that big of a deal. That's what I would say, I guess. But, right. Uh, and, no, I totally get it. Um, You know, I and I go, you, I go to like 26 different conventions throughout the year. Uh, right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Do the math. Okay, guys, there's only like 54 weekends in the year, and I go to 26, I'm out of town going to a convention. Half of my year, I'm at a comic book convention. Do the math there real quickly. (laughs) It's a lie. And so, yeah, sometimes you do have to take a snap of a picture sometimes because there's just this huge crowd. You're not going to get there. You're not going to get their attention. But for the most part ask them because a lot of the cosplayers do like to interact with their fans they do like to interact with the people who are interested in taking the pictures a lot of them all they ask is that you take their card and when you post the picture like you when i posted the pictures up on my pages what did i do i tagged you in them why because it's the proper thing to do and that's all that they're going to ask is tag because one you're promoting when you put them up on your website you are actually giving them a type of promotion and when you tag them on your account especially facebook or something like that that actually allows your friends and family to see them and then it goes on so on and so forth you know like they say two becomes four four becomes eight so on and so forth nine times out of ten they'll let you snap that picture oh yeah oh for sure oh for sure I've met now, I've met, like I said, I've met some other Harleys. Like I said, I like to overreact and, like, really be happy to see them because I love seeing other Harley Quinns. You know, I'm not a downer that goes, oh, she, her hair is not the right color. You know, nothing like that matters to me. Um, but I've met some of them that are kind of, you know, I don't want to say stuck up, but a little stuck up. You know, it happens. You always get someone that, you know, isn't too excited to see you or not too excited to be there, but. That's why when I when people ask me for a photo, I try to be overwhelmingly nice or, you know, make them laugh. Most of the people that have liked my page now haven't heard my real voice ever. You know, they heard me as Harley Quinn, and that's all they know until, they, you know, I post a video or I'm doing a podcast like this. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, so, they know, you know now. <laughs> I, they know now. Damn it. My whole career's ended, right? But, you know, that's my goal. When I go in, I try, you know, I try to be that character. And I try to make everyone have a good experience with me because I never want to walk away and someone be like, oh, I never want to talk to her again. Or I never want to ask her for a picture. She's the worst. You know, that's, that would hurt my right. feelings. That would suck. Um, and and the thing is, is when you're more polite, you might get to be able to do a podcast like this. Oh, hello, guys. Hello. I, you know, I was great just saying I was the nicest person ever and stuff like that. Yeah. But, no, I, <laughs> I loved it. And I love podcasts. So, hi, guys. How's everyone <laughs> <laughs> so we are coming down to the last minute of the show. So real quickly, tell everybody where they can find you online. Oh my gosh, you can find me on Facebook at Savannah Marie Cosplay. It's just you know it's all space. You can find me on Instagram Savannah Marie Cosplay. I know what a shocker. And you can find me on YouTube if you're really interested in that. I'm Player One and Player Two. That's all you have to look for. 
<laughs> so, guys, definitely go check out her Facebook page, like her, follow her. So, you're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. No Twitter, no, uh, no Twitter. I do have an Etsy. I have an Etsy, same name. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's it. <laughs> and then... And then, of course, um, what's your gamer tag? So if anybody ever wanted to find you on the PS3, because PS4 people can't find you on a PS3. Oh, true. Oh, crap. Don't look for me. It's just woman on deck. It's not Savannah Marie Cosplay. I know. Shock. Intense gas. <gasps> but it's just woman on deck. So, like, multiple women. So, E-N, on deck. See, look at that. So I'll Lovely. Don't for another word. I promise it's deck. It's not anything else. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, that was just for my own thing, women on deck. That, just, that, was, that was for my own purpose because I am on the PlayStation 4. I'm a PlayStation nut, and I'm going to add her as a gaming buddy. She doesn't get a choice in this matter. None of you <laughs> add me, just Amanda. <laughs> so thank you so much, Savannah, for joining me today. It has been so much fun. I hope you had a great time. I, I You know, I did. I hope you had a great time. I'm a handful, so. Well, good. <laughs> Narlin, I again, I showed a baby sister Rocky Horror at five. There's nothing called a handful <laughs> like that. <laughs> and, of course, everybody, if you want to learn more about AGP, you can follow us over at our website, which is AmandaGillenPresents.com. Follow us over at Facebook, Instagram, at AmandaGillenPresents. If you like me, just for me, you can follow me over at Facebook as Amanda Gillum, or you can follow me over on Twitter at LadyVader79. Remember, remember, Gillum is spelled like William, but with a G instead of a W. Of course, we want to thank all of our sponsors for helping AGP be here every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, in 15 minutes, if you are following me over on Facebook on my personal page, be ready for the link. We are going to go live with Star Wars Battlefront Let's Play live stream with the new camera. And I will be wearing my Chewbacca onesie that I got for my birthday last weekend. So, (laughs) just reward, I'm going to suck at this because I can't fly for shit, man. So, I'm going to crash a lot. So, it's going to be great. Um, Again, we want to thank Savannah for joining us on AGP. And, of course, everybody, don't dream it. Just be it. And have a wonderful night. Thank you. (laughs) Bye.